0: Can move mountains, and we thank you that you indeed have conquered the grave, and that's why we're here. We're here, and that's why we live, because you've conquered the grave and given us a reason to live today, tomorrow, and fact, to eternity. God, we thank you for the freedom that we have in your conquering the grave. A, a freedom that's not just for tomorrow, but a freedom for today. Thank you, Jesus, for setting us free. Lord, I pray my message this morning would not be my own, but it would be your message, and for your glory, and for the edification of your people, and I pray this in Jesus' name amen well have a seat everybody well good morning oh try again good morning. good morning much better well good morning everybody uh beautiful gorgeous day out there isn't it started out a little bit cold is it still cold out? it's a little bit cold isn't it but the sun's shining the sun is shining and i don't know about you yeah we're moving towards the winter but i think that fall can sometimes be the most beautiful time of the year you guys agree yeah, it is. Take a look outside, the changing of the colors and the leaves, and, and uh, you know it's a good season as well because it's football season, right? That makes it a good time of year, right? And uh, we had some good wins yesterday, I think. But uh, it's an amazing time of year, but it's a season of change too, isn't it? And I, I pray today as we're beginning a new sermon series, and we are beginning a new sermon series called Freedom, that your life has changed. And indeed, your life might be an opportunity to change others as well. So you guys ready to do this? All right, here we go. The new sermon series is Freedom. Grab your bulletin for a second. Grab your bulletin. Okay, on the very front of your bulletin, it has, that's our branding for this uh, sermon series. And uh, you see, it's kind of interesting. See it there? There's freedom on the side. But see, we're going on a journey, okay? And uh, you guys said, yeah, we're ready. We're ready to go on that journey. But it's not a journey to freedom, okay? Don't get me wrong. In fact, our key Bible verse for today tells us that it's not a journey to freedom. Uh, for freedom, Christ has set us free, Galatians 5.1, which is the uh, key to our new sermon series. And by the way, as you still have your in there, grab your Bible, grab your Bible, page 825, 825 if you have a pew Bible. We're going to be looking in Galatians chapter 5 today, have a little bit of the chapter. But it's the basis for this new sermon series. And as you see on your bulletin, once again, and you're looking for the Bible, we can do two things at once, multitask, right? Uh, It says, freedom in, okay? Freedom in our finances. And for the last three weeks, we had an amazing series about everybody being free in their finances. And, And I'm looking forward today that I can yell, just like Roland did a while ago, and say, I'm debt free, I'm debt free. But we're taking a little bit further journey as well. How about being free in our parenting? Not freedom from our kids, right? Freedom in parenting exists, it really does. True freedom. And freedom with parents. And for those kids that are sitting here, yes, you really can have freedom with your parents. All you think, they never let me do what I want to do. You ever feel like that? But there is freedom with parents. And there's freedom as well in marriages. And Pastor Ed has an amazing offering of class. If you haven't been there yet, I invite you to grow and be a part of that. Do you want to really be free in your marriage? Not freedom from your spouse but freedom to have a marriage that soars. And indeed, as you see in the rest of your outline there, that's kind of an outline for the sermon series. It says, too, freedom from your issues. Maybe you're sick and tired of that struggle in your life, that addiction, that depression, whatever it is. We're going to be talking about real freedom from your issues. But all of that starts where we're at today, okay? Freedom by it's the hinge pin, it's the center of it all, because if we don't have freedom by faith, as we said before, there's no reason for you to sit in the pews this morning, if we don't have freedom by faith. But all of that is so we might follow Jesus closely, even more closely, each and every day. So there's my introduction. Key Bible verse today, Galatians chapter 5, verse 1. Let's read it together, you ready? It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Let's say it again. It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Bible says I'm free. Amen. Bible says you're free. Amen. Amen. Interesting. Today we're going to ask a question though. Bible says I'm free. Why don't I feel free? Why do I still feel bound, kind of shackled, locked up? Bible says I'm supposed to be free. God's given me the freedom, but I'm still feeling like it. In fact, I don't only not just feel like it, I I act like I'm not free sometimes. How about you? Do you feel a little bit bound? Sick and tired, being shackled? You want to be the person God has called you to be, but you just can't seem to get there. (laughs) There's something to be said about that. Why don't we feel free? Our government says we're free, don't they? Right? In fact, the Declaration of Independence, let me read a part of it to you here. I can get my glasses on. Hold on a second. You remember these words? We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their Creator with certain unalienable rights, and that among these are, you guys know this, right? Life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. So why don't I feel free in this country sometimes? I'm supposed to have freedom of religion. Then, Then tell me why we're taking the Bible out of schools. Tell me why public places have the Ten Commandments and crosses removed if I'm free in my religion. Tell me. Tell me why a teacher can't pray for a student who is really hurting. Tell me if we're free, then why don't I feel free? And and you notice here, we're all supposed to have that freedom. It says, among these are life. We all have the right to life. All unborn children, and that's what they are, unborn children, not fetuses, have a right to life, then why don't I feel free in the land of the free and the home of the brave? Now, this is not a political sermon. I started out that way because a lot of times that's what we feel. We're wondering about our political freedom, right, and our economic freedom. We would all like to be free in those areas, and compared to some countries, we are awesomely free, but that's not what I'm talking about this morning. I'm talking about really being free, but why don't I feel like it? I know that Jesus died. I know what this Bible verse says here. It's for freedom that Christ has set me free. Then why don't I act like it? Well, first of all, it might be because of this. You notice here I have handcuffs on this morning. You've know, you got to try everything once. okay? And I thought, hey, I can preach in handcuffs today. This is for an illustration. Don't worry. Nobody's taking me anywhere. At least I hope, Pastor Ed. Nobody? All right. And uh, they're real. They're not pretend. By the way, they hurt. Ever have handcuffs on before? They hurt. And uh, I didn't get to put the little safety switch on, which we didn't get a chance to do, to keep them in one place. So as I pull on them, they get tighter. So I don't want to do that. But as you guys know, I'm a pretty energetic speaker, so this is going to be pretty interesting this morning, right? But I'm doing this as an illustration this morning, because obviously if I've been set free, I've been set free from something. And this morning, lately, I've been feeling a little bound and locked up. How about you? What's holding you back? What's locking you up from being the person God's always called and intended you to be? Now, the simple answer would be sin, and we could call it a day and call us forgiven. But let's talk about it a little bit more. In fact, turn with me in your Bibles, and this is going to be interesting, all right? I've done this a couple services already, but it still doesn't get any easier. You know, you feel kind of like claustrophobic when you have these things on because you just want to get free. You just want to get free, and you can't. All right, so we're reading from our Bibles, Galatians chapter 5. We're going back to the first verse. We're going to talk about why they didn't feel free and what we might learn from them so that we indeed we might know and experience the true freedom in Jesus Christ. So verse five, verse, chapter 5, verse 1 again. It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm then and do not let yourselves be burdened again by yoke of slavery. Maybe that's it. They're burdened again. Are you burdened? Are you burdened? They were burdened, and they were still in slavery for some reason, but Christ had set them free. Paul is a little upset, by the way, in this. You can notice the emotion. Mark my words. I, Paul, tell you that if you let yourselves be circumcised, Christ will be no value to you at all. Again, I declare to every man who lets himself be circumcised that he's obligated to obey the whole law. You who are trying to be justified by the law have been alienated from Christ. You've fallen away from grace. Is that it? Are we bound because we've fallen away from grace? Maybe you used to feel that way. Now you're looking at this text here and you're going, what in the world are we talking about? Let me share with you. See, Paul had gone to the area of Galatia. By the way, that's, this is so interesting, Asia Minor. Okay, the region of Asia Minor. The modern day Turkey. And he'd gone there, we're not sure if it's either the first or second uh, missionary journey, but he went there and he shared the good news of Jesus with people. And they accepted by faith, right, faith alone, the message of the good news. But then all of a sudden, some corruption came in. Some people called the Judaizers. And after today, you may not remember that thing named Judaizers, but these people were Jewish Christians. They came into this community where these people who were brand new Christians and started preaching false teaching. They told them, you know what? <laughs> this is amazing. They said, Christ is not enough. And not we sing all the time? Don't we say? We say Christ is more than enough. And they said, in fact, you have to be circumcised. You know all the rules and rituals of the Old Testament? you got to do that plus believe in Jesus. So Paul's a little bit upset there. I guess we should be too, shouldn't we? Because if we say that you have to do something to be saved, then you guys are damned, and so am I. Because we can never do enough. We can try and try and try, and we're bound like this to get right with God. And, and dear friends, now you're talking about this and saying, well, I'm a good person. And I'm sure you are. But that's not going to earn your way to heaven. It's for freedom that Christ has set us free. You know what earns your way to heaven? That did. That cross did. You see, what's happening here with these people of Galatia and these Judaizers coming in is they're teaching false doctrine. They're trying to cause doubts in their mind. Perhaps the devil's trying to cause doubts in your mind, and that's why you're bound up doubts about yourself, doubts about the fact that you're forgiven. You know, it, it's not uncommon that that should happen. Because what's happening here in the gospel, in this epistle reading is that these people are confusing the Galatian people to think that there's something you can do. And I know I just said that. There's something I can do to earn God's favor. You know what? I think we live in a do society. You know what I'm saying? We do. We do. Yeah, it's funny. We live in a do society and it's very easy to get caught up in what Paul's speaking about here. You have to do something to make your boss happy, don't you? Right? You have to do your job. You have to do it well, or you won't work there too long, right? You have to do something. If you're a student, you have to do your homework, don't you? Uh, or, or else you won't, you get a zero or something. You have to do well in your studies to make your teacher happy, don't you? To make your parents happy. See so I'm going with this? And you have to Do something in all the areas of your life. And this is one that really upsets me. You have to do something to fit in. You have to wear the right clothes to be accepted, don't you? You have to act a certain way to fit into your group or to your group. And it's not just kids that do this. It's adults, too. If you don't fit the way I am, right, you have to do that. And it's very easy then to go from do to do to do to do to say, you know what, if I have to earn every, this is really annoying, really do something to earn everybody else's favor, my parents and, and guys have their honey-do list too, right? We have to do, or yeah, right, you guys know, right? If it's all about doing, then I think that I can do something to earn my salvation too, don't I? And you're thinking, well, no, Pastor, I don't believe that, but my asked question to you is, does your life reflect that though? Or do you feel like you're bound, that the shackles are still on, Christ has set me free, but I don't feel like I'm free. Man, it does hurt, I shouldn't pull on these anymore. What's binding you? Take a look at your scriptures here, because the thing that I need to share with you is you don't have to be bound up any longer. You can be free in your marriage, free in your relationship with your children, free in your finances, and free from your issues. Galatians chapter 2, verse 16. Will you turn there for me? Galatians 2, 16. Because if I'm bound and I don't feel like the person God wants me, and I don't act like it, what's the way out? We talked about it, it's the cross. But how can that cross become mine? How can it become yours? Galatians 2, verse 16. In fact, this verse here is the the turning point, the Magna Carta, the Declaration of Independence of the early church. In fact, Martin Luther, and we're going to be celebrating the Reformation at the end of this month, based the whole entire Reformation on this. Galatians 2, verse 15 and 16 says this We who were Jews by birth and not Gentile sinners know that a man is not justified by observing the law. There's nothing you can do, but by faith in Jesus Christ. And oftentimes we'll slide in a word, but by faith alone in Christ alone. That's the amazing news about God's grace, isn't it? There's nothing you have to do to be accepted, teenager. There's nothing you have to do to be accepted in groups, of adults. Because God has given us His grace, and we simply need to what? Have faith in it. Stick out the hand of faith and receive it. Indeed, I think God's encouraging us to receive that grace once again today. And you, you've heard how grace is spelled out, don't you? Okay, so so there's an acronym. Maybe you've heard this before. The G stands for Gods. Remember this? The R stands for riches. The A stands for at. The C stands for Christ. And the E stands for expense. Grace is God's riches at Christ's expense, not your expense, not your work. And that's the gospel. But these dear people were being confused, weren't they? In fact, Paul warns them, turn back with me to Galatians chapter 5. Turn back there again, Galatians chapter 5, page 825. We're going back to page uh, chapter 5. Mark my words, verse 2 again. I tell you that if you let yourselves be circumcised, Christ will be no value to you at all if you start with one thing and then another thing and another thing. I'm a good person. I do my job well. I'm a good student. I'm a good husband. That should get me into heaven, right? Wrong! No, it's what God has done. Stop living in a do world and live in the doneness of God's grace. So Paul warns them. And he tells them to stand free. Fight for your freedom. Don't be a slave any longer. Verse 5, But by faith we eagerly lay the spirit the righteousness for which we hope for in christ jesus neither circumcision nor uncircumcision has any value the only thing that counts is faith expressing itself through love that's the only thing that counts so why don't we live free why don't we just receive the grace don't put it aside and simply trust god and take him at his word And that same grace, that acceptance, by the way, we've heard what grace is before, right? It's the undeserved acceptance, loving kindness of God. We don't deserve it, but God gives it to us. Why don't we just claim it and then live it? The tough part is is the living it, right? Because I think we get it wrong, we want to do something again. I want to do something. I have to do this. I have to do that. You ever feel like that? I have to get this checklist done right. I have to do the laundry. I have to do the ironing. I have to do my work. What if it were like this? I get to. I get to. Because of what Jesus has done in me and through me. The call today is to grace. Don't put it aside. Simply accept it in faith. Be free. I don't know, I'm I'm excited about this new sermon series. This is the introduction message. I'm excited because I'm looking forward to being free in the area of parenting. What's the one that you might be looking forward to hear a little bit more about of what God's word says to you, how you indeed can be free? And is it your marriage? Maybe who's might be for your marriage? We're going to talk about that. Or your dating. Where is it that you're looking to be more free? Maybe you have some issues, uh, a habit, a hurt, uh, a hang-up, an addiction, that you're looking, how in the world can I get free from that? How can I get free from that? I'm excited about parenting. Because sometimes I think our focus on doing becomes a real law-orientated life. And for a person who has to get things done, I don't know, are you, are you a, anybody a person, a type A person? Raise your hand if you know you're a type A person, right? I gotta do it, I gotta get done, I got these things to get it done. When you do that a lot, you can start living a life of doing, a life of law, and not a life of grace. And for me, sometimes, yeah, it showed up in my parenting, you know, say, hey, Curtis, I need you to rake some leaves, okay, go out there, there's that big pile over there, you get that done, and you should have that done about an hour, right? You know, teenagers don't like raking leaves. You guys ever find that out? They hate raking leaves. Anybody like raking leaves? Raise your hand. Oh, my goodness. Well, good, good. I guess we know what we're talking about. We hate raking leaves. But perhaps if we let and live that grace and let that grace of God and that freedom flow out, that I wouldn't say, go do this, Curtis. But I'd say, let me help you. In fact, you go ahead and rake this right here, and then you can go ahead and I'll rake that and then we'll haul the stuff back to the backyard, and you'll rake that, and I'll rake this, and you'll rake that. More of a grace, freedom-filled life, isn't it? Indeed, God reached down from heaven and has done it, hasn't he? He's made you free and given us the most amazing example for us to live free, whether it's in our parenting or whatever it is. It's a whole lot more fun to throw some leaves around, go ahead and jump in the leaves, and then maybe you can get some work done too. I don't know what it is for you, but indeed Christ has set you free, and it's for freedom. In fact, he's calling each one of us to be the person that he's called us to be. Look at verse 13 as we conclude this message. You, my brothers, were called to be free, but do not use your freedom to indulge sinful nature. Rather, serve one another in love. See, it's not just about freedom of me. It's about freedom of us, isn't it? And living in that freedom and the best way we can show that freedom as paul says is don't be thinking about yourself all the time to live in the freedom and the sacrifice of serving one another in love and all god's people ready to do that say amen okay ed i'm still bound here though and he's looking at me like so what kurt you see but but you have the key and this this is gets a little painful after a while he's taking his time here all right christ has called us to freedom hasn't he I see an opportunity here. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Do you see it? Yeah, I see it. But then I just got convicted here, Kurt. It says, uh, you, my brothers, were called to be free, but do not use your freedom to indulge the sinful nature. Ah, (laughs) see? And that's a sermon I think you're taking for a couple weeks. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So don't, don't indulge too long here. All right. Are you sure you want me to do this? Do you want I'm, me to do this? I'm very sure I need you to do this. <laughs> you know, this is a once in a lifetime opportunity. <laughs> All right, come here, I'll do it. Yeah, it sure it. is. And Laura, do you want to? Yeah. Yeah. Want- <laughs> oh, goodness, one more. <coughs> get out of here. <laughs> you're in for life. No, I'm not. Somebody said I'm free already. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Feels good to be free, doesn't it? you know Jesus? Do you? Then you're free. Don't go backwards. <coughs> That's what Paul was talking about. Don't think that you can't do it on your own. That you, in fact, realize you can't. I heard a little music over there. Because it's what Christ has already done in you. I'm going to go a little bit ahead of things here if you guys don't mind. Why don't you today make the choice to be free? Christ has already set you free. Maybe today you do want to, in fact, grab a rose and say, I'm not having the shackles on anymore. That, that addiction that's been mine forever, today's the day, it's changing, it's a fall, kind of to change. Those sins that I've continued to do, I'm done with them. Christ has set me free. I want to be more free in my marriage. Christ says I'm free. I want to be more free in my parenting. Whatever it is, maybe today God's calling you and you know what, I'm ready to say, I can't do it anymore myself. In fact, you've done it. Spend some time at the altar. Bring a rose up there. Start new. Start fresh. It's time to like some, break some leaves, I think. Break some leaves together. All God's people ready to be free. Say amen.